the game right now is at the plate. High fly ball into right field. She is gone. Oh, wait. Yeah, here we go. <laughs> All right, all right. The Source Podcast in full effect. Pastor Juan, how you doing, brother? Great. Good morning. Good morning, uh, everybody. Thanks for uh, tuning in. How are you feeling, brother? I'm feeling awesome, dude. I'm feeling very optimistic. I think uh, this whole pandemic thing is uh, we're starting to see the light at the end of the tunnel. Um, but you know what? I'm always overly optimistic anyways. <laughs> How are you? That's a good thing. Hey, nothing wrong with more being optimistic. I'm like you too, man. I'm optimistic. Uh, but you know, still being cautious and, uh, knowing that, you know, like they say, you know, women and men can lie, but numbers don't. <laughs> yeah. And so, you know, we're just, uh, praying for people, you know, that, uh, Obviously, either because of the COVID-19 virus or other illnesses, you know, we are, you know, extremely busy praying for people, praying for church, praying for our loved ones and uh, praying for the global church. Uh, A lot of good stuff, though. A lot of a lot of uh, good news coming out of this stuff as well as, you know, people helping one another, you know, uh, people being unified. I mean, it's great to see families that 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 normally wouldn't see each other at all, like week to week or sometimes months, they're zoom calling one another. Um, you know, technology is, is a beautiful thing, man. You know, when we use it for, for positive things, obviously. And so it's nice to see that people are, are, uh, getting close to their, to their loved ones again. Um, you know, strangers and neighbors are, you know, smiling at one another and at least waving and acknowledging one another. No one's in their super busyness, you know, in their own little worlds where, you know, it's it's on to the next thing. And and I got so much in my head that I can't stop. So there's a lot of benefits, a lot of pluses. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. One hundred percent couldn't agree with you more. I think uh, I think that a lot of people are starting uh, to see that, hey, maybe being around my family isn't such a bad thing. You know? Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, we overlook we overlook all the small stuff. Right. Because, you know, this puts things in perspective. That, that what matters most is relationships. Um, even the relationships that have been, let's say, severed or relationships where there's strain because of past past stuff. I mean, now none of the, all the little, the petty stuff, all the petty stuff doesn't matter. You know, uh, it's it's about, hey, how are you? Um, are you healthy? And and we're going to survive this thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so let's let's talk a little bit about, about the numbers. Uh, so... Right now, as we speak, I think uh, as a nation, we have uh, just shy of 900,000 people uh, that have been infected by the COVID-19 virus. Um, and today's April 24th, by the way. So uh, so hopefully those numbers are going to start going down, uh, you know, by the time our listeners are are catching um are catching this podcast uh but i mean where do you see this going uh juan you see us you know going yeah. going north of of a million or yeah i unfortunately i mean not to be the bearer of bad news but um man you know with with 
you know, here's what here's what's going on. Let me tell you what, what I've seen. And this is from a global perspective and, and bringing it down to our nation and even more looking at it at a micro level. So there's a macro level, which is, you know, from 30,000 feet. And then there's a, a micro level, which is to, uh, you know, counties to cities. And what's interesting is that what we're beginning to see is that leadership, whether it's governors, whether it's, you know, the president of the United States, whether it's mayors, everybody has a difference of opinion, bro. And that's what's that's what's scary, because, you know, this this is a a, a, this is a, a war. We're at war with a virus and it's impacting everybody the same, meaning, you know, through our health and and people in. In uh, Norway, people in Australia, people you know in China and Japan. I mean, they're all dealing with this virus very differently. It's not like you know every single leader you know uh, called each other and said, "Hey, hey, hey, you know this is this is this could turn into a pandemic, and, and we need to be very careful with this. And this is how we should act on this so that we can help our people that that we're responsible for. Whether you're a president, a prime minister, you know, again, a governor or a mayor." And what's crazy, even in the United States, we're seeing that depending if you're on the left side or on the right side and then what that state, you know, uh, you know, believes, we're seeing so much individualism and how this thing is being responded or reacted to. You know, you have this this, the state of Florida, you know, doing different things. As you saw, people were still in the beaches until weeks, weeks upon weeks later. You know, California here, we, we were like, you know, stay at home orders immediately. And, and, and this is impacting, again, no doubt, you know, all of us business-wise, economically, uh, mentally, you know, financially, you name it. But, but what's crazy is, to my point, is that we're going to begin to see states open up that, that don't have a lot of people in, infected and there's not a lot of deaths. But there still is people infected and dead or, or unfortunately dying. But I don't know, man. Uh, I guess we'll see. Time will tell. The numbers don't lie. People and 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 you know, men and women lie, but people don't. Right. And so right, right. We'll it, see. We'll. But I, I don't know. It just it just feels like a lot a lot of people are itching to get back to some sort of normality, right? I I, right. I, heard, I, I, I saw that Georgia is uh, opening up uh, barber shops, bowling alleys. Uh, you know, we're still going to be practicing social distancing, right? You're still wearing your mask. You're still, sure. you know, you're still staying six six feet uh, from each other. But I think that the country, humanity, we're 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 thirsty to to have some sort of some sort of uh, let's let's get back to normal. Uh, you know, I I don't know. I I, I feel that uh, I'm with you. I feel that you know. The be- open up the beaches and and put. I think that's just going to put people uh, more at risk. I say, you know, we've. I agree. We're you I, know we're like what 40, 45 days into this uh, quarantine. You know, what's another month? Let's do another month to exactly. make sure that this thing is gone. Right. I I heard it doesn't survive in the in in the heat. Uh, you know and. Uh, you know, and, and then we can start. Once we start seeing the numbers go down, then we yeah. can start opening up. Some, but right now, the numbers are not going down. Right now, the numbers are continuing to grow up at a crazy rapid pace. I mean, S- Spain is 
the the country that has the second most uh, mm-hmm. uh, reported cases, and we're like four times more than them. Right. Right. You know, so it and population, right? You mean, yeah. No, no, no. In yeah, in 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 total cases, right? So we're we're at nine hundred thousand, oh, okay. where they're like closer to two hundred thousand. So I, I don't know. Are are other countries not reporting actual numbers? You know, is what you know? Why is the United States of America so much more uh, affected by this as far as uh, total total <laughs> cases? Than countries like, you know, like China and Russia, which, you know, have more population than we do. And, so, uh, and I don't know if you heard me kind of laugh right now, but, but you know, I'm not I'm not laughing at the cases. I'm laughing. I'm laughing because there's one word. You know why, brother? It's called capitalism. <laughs> and here's what I mean by that. You know, I mean, we're seeing that again, you know, hospitals, they're receiving money. And I mean, I've read in the news and I've seen it in all over the place that, you know, hospitals are receiving money when when they put somebody on a ventilator. So, boom, that person, you know, that hospital gets a ventilator. They get up to almost forty thousand dollars, you know, for that ventilator. I don't understand that. How's how's that? How's that? Well, I mean, there's costs, right? There's costs to run the hospital. There's costs to run, you know, the ventilator, uh, all you know, all that good stuff, you know, to keep the person alive. Now, what's crazy is that the sad part of it is that, you know, they say that as soon as you get on a ventilator, I mean, you're I mean, there's a chance there's a, like a minus 20 percent chance, you know, that that person is going to survive. Um, minus once you go on a uh, minus 20. What does that mean? Yep. That means you're that, more, I mean, you're more likely to you, die. Yep. That means that you have an 80 plus percent chance of dying oh, once no. you're on a ventilator. Oh, and no. so and so when I think about it, I go. And then here's the other part, you know, also we read in the news that the CDC has told, you know, the hospitals that when these, when people die, regardless of what it is for, regardless if it's uh, not COVID-19, but if it's, if they have someone in the house that was sick, you know, they were around somebody, you know, as long as there was a hint of somebody might've breathed their way and this person died from, let's say diabetes or a heart condition or whatever it is, they're they're marking them like it was from COVID nineteen, and so uh, again, what do we believe? What numbers do we really believe? Yeah, well, what? And I, and I don't understand that. Like, where's the benefit in that? Like, who's who's winning from that? You know, why would why would we want to report more 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 casualties when if if it's not the case? Uh, well, I guess I guess everything has to do with the end game. What's the end game in mind? And and if and if there's a an agenda to really push this vaccine, you know, then you need more cases. You need ah. you need you need proof. You need you need proof in order for you know the the CDC or the WHO to say, look, here's your statistics, and and we told you so. This is what was going to happen, and you know that now we have a virus. I mean, sorry, we have a vaccine. And everyone needs to be vaccinated so that we can go back to the word that we keep throwing, you know, ev- around is normal. The, and, the, and the Bill Gates theory, right? Yeah. yeah. And so, again, you know, here we have, I mean, we have a guy that's a multi, multi, multi billionaire who, by the way, just bought a $43 million house in, in San Diego, close to San Diego, literally this week. Really? Yep. Man, I, 
I wish uh, I wish I would have represented him in that in that real estate transaction. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, you know, which is so. How how does someone with so much money, which means power behind him, goes from being a tech guru to all of a sudden the head guy that knows what's best for the health of the United States, not even the United States, for the world? Yeah, I don't get that. I don't get that. And then uh, I'm one of his. Uh, one of his goons, Doctor Fauci, right? Uh, uh-huh. He's, uh, you know, he's been put in charge of, uh, of kind of uh, spearing this, this whole vaccine, uh, um, you know, talk. And I, I saw something that, uh, in what was it, seventeen, the beginning of seventeen, uh, this guy, Doctor Fauci, was talking about how this pandemic right he predicted it he was saying that this was for sure gonna come during president trump's uh um term and that we were gonna have to figure out how to combat this virus i was like how 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 does this guy know this you know with that i mean i you can kind of say Yes, the world is prone to this. We've, we, you know, this has happened in the past before with different types of viruses. Like, I get that conversation. I totally get that one, right? I don't get for sure this is going to happen during Trump, you know, within the next couple. Of <laughs> I don't right. get that. That's a pro- that's called a prophecy in 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 Christianity, bro. And and Doctor Fauci's Fauci is not a prophet. <laughs> right, right, right. You know what I mean. So again, there's there's so many, and of, of course, you know, there's so many conspiracy theories, you know, behind this as well, you know, to you know the new world order, to you know, uh, this is this is all obviously in scripture and um, the antichrist, you know, the, yeah, the antichrist, and you know, uh, again, it, it's it's all about control. I mean, and how do you control people is through fear, right? You know, through through fear. And uh, so let's you so, know. so let's cut to it. Let, let's cut to the bottom line. What are your thoughts? Do you think that this is something that was put out to, for population control for for uh, a call for vaccinations? Um, what's what's uh, what's what's your gut telling you? Well, I, I I know this that what what this has what this virus has shown us is that that we're weak and and even though the world has become more connected it's and more it's more diverse it's more diverse like when i started talking to you you know earlier about you know seeing how this is being handled globally by different countries and so even though this is a one world issue now one world issue this this one thing stopped the world clemente this is crazy you know we haven't seen anything like this since since world war ii where the whole world was in tune into what was happening and, and, and the whole world was impacted. And so again, what, what this has shown us is that, I mean, we're weak, you know, and we become a one issue world at the moment. And so, you know, this, this will, this is going to profoundly change the world. I know that for a fact, and whether it's, it's, we'll see who new powers to be come into play, you know, uh, meaning in terms of, you know, uh, you know, third world countries that used to, that want to be global powers. I mean, we'll see what happens. You see, uh, because 
think about this. The world as we know it, you know, the United States has so much influence, right? It's all about, you know, the success story. Everybody wants the American dream. You know, everybody comes from the bottom and goes to the top. And, and, and we've been, the United States has been the preeminent global power, you know, since the end of World War II. And so, but a lot, uh, yeah, go ahead. No, 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 I, I, I agree with you. And, and uh, you know, I think that um, there's a big, there's a big argument. There's a big push that um, China feels that they're mm-hmm. the next big power. That Oh, for sure, for sure. They, they want to be a, a player. They want to be a global player in the world. Not just a player, but the player. Yeah. Oh, that's for sure. And and so, you know, with that said, you look at China's model. Let's just think about how they run their country. Right. They they have total control of their people. And and the upside of that, the upside of that is that when things like this happen, pandemics happen. Listen, the government tells you go home and stay home or if not, we're going to put you in jail and there's going to be consequences. Guess what you do? You go home and stay home and you got nothing to say. Right. And, 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 but then you have the Western world like us in the United States and Australia and other countries, you know, uh, in the Western world that, that we're all about freedom. We're all about our Liberty. We're all about our rights. You know, we don't want to be oppressed. And you know that this country, you know, uh, and many other countries have gone through, you know, uh, you know, oppression, uh, different races have gone through oppression. And so when it comes to, you know, our amendments taken away from us, I mean, we, you know, we immediately start kicking and screaming, but you know what, you know what it is, bro. This is not oppression. This is just an inconvenience. When we're so used to having so much freedom in our lives and all of a sudden something is taken away from us. Sure. You know, it feels like, you know, our, our amendments, you know, our, our amendments, our rights are being, you know, messed with, but really, I mean, like you said earlier, what's, what's 30 days, what's another 60 days, what's 90 days in order to think of my, my, my neighbor, to think of my family members, think of my coworkers so that we can all survive this and and try to go back to normal. Right. 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 You know, and, and, and being a, a follower of Jesus, a Christian, you know, God told me, Hey, love God and love my neighbor. And so it's not just about, hey, I'm willing to surrender my rights for a season, quote unquote, right? Surrender my rights in order for Clemente, for your family to be safe, for your family to to survive this and not only survive, but to thrive after this. Yeah. And, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. No, I think uh, I think you're absolutely right. And and I think that's God's plans. That's God plan. God's plan for for us all is to get better. And to thrive and to lean on him, uh, you know, and well, go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, let's remember, let's remember that, that every time there's been a crisis, you know, uh, pandemics, th- these have been around forever. It's not something new. Right. And so every time that there's a crisis, there's opportunity. And you see, so if you think of the American story, like I was saying earlier, you know, every single American hero or, or someone that has thrived has gone through a crisis. And so this country, our country, you know, has gone through, through different crises, but there's always opportunity. You know what happens? We become, we become outside of the box thinkers when things like this happen, you know, people start new businesses. I mean, I see like, you like your daughter, right? Yeah. Yeah. We have 
the last podcast. Right. And, and we see, and we see others, you know, um, that, that are making masks now and, and, and selling them. There's opportunity, but we, again, we have to look at crisis as an opportunity, you know, for us to, to thrive and, and to adjust the, the big words, Clemente, that are being used. I was talking about this the other day on, on Facebook live on, on the well at my church. And I told them there's two words that, that you're hearing a lot right now. It's pivot, right? The word pivot. How can we pivot our businesses? How can we pivot our lifestyles? How can we pivot, you know, what we're used to and, and, and adaptability. And so those that pivot, they know how to pivot day to day or week by week or month to month as the government officials tell us what, what's next so that we can prevent more uh, lives, you know, losing more lives. And, and we can, we can uh, pivot our businesses and we can adapt to the new way of living, the new quote unquote normal. You know, at the end of this, you know, whenever that is, we're going to, we're not going to survive. We're going to thrive. Amen. Amen to that, brother. Absolutely. Couldn't agree but, with but, you what, but, but one more point real quick is we're so we're in the United States of America as, as people. I'm going to say here because this is where I live and I and I talk to people, whether they're business owners, whether they, they have J.O.B.'s, uh, you know, uh, whatever it is. We 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 are so individualistic, Clemente. We're so individualized. And, and what this is teaching us, we all have our individual life plans. And what this is teaching us is that nobody. Listen to me, bro. And I hope whoever's listening, nobody survives, period, individually. That's not the way God created us. God created us so that we could be unified, so that we can work with each other together. But it's not, it's not about an individual life plan. It's about you know bringing others along. Every single success story that you could think of, I don't care if it's a boxer that becomes a champion. You know, I don't care if it's a, a, a football team, a baseball team, or a particularly athlete. That that is killing it, like you know, Cody Bellinger on on the, the Dodgers. All right, you know, big I, Cody. It, listen, it doesn't matter who it is. They all had a team. They had people that they surrounded themselves with, that helped them become successful. And oh. so, so that's where we need to be. We need to think not individualistically, but the pivot. How we need to pivot and 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 adapt to is how we can work together and this is the quarantine life that 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 we need to learn to adapt to and pivot and understand okay I'd rather be at the beach cuz it's going to be like 90 degrees today right it's friday the 24th and I want to go to the beach this weekend but is me going to the beach and and putting my 5 and 4 year old at risk and my wife at risk is that is that about being a team player or is that an individual life plan that's individualistic cuz I'm only thinking about me Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I agree with you. Even, uh, even the big guy himself, the King of Kings, uh, Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, he rolled around with twelve apostles. You know, and he could have. Uh, amen. <laughs> you know, he could have. He could have done it on his own. You know, but, but no, his, his, uh, his human side knew that he needed, he needed his, his, his guys around him. Um, and, and bro, and let me, I don't know if you give me, let me get on my soapbox real quick. And, and, and here's what's interesting about this. Uh, also, you know, speaking of the church world, you know, I was on, on a couple conference calls and I was listening to another podcast. A good friend of mine has a podcast and, and what's awesome about what's happening to the church world. You know, you think that the church would begin to die off. You think that the that this would hurt the, the church. I'm talking about the global church, you know, Christianity. 
And it's actually doing the opposite, bro. You know, it, small churches from 50, you know, people that go to church and used to meet at a building, some of them have doubled and some have even tripled in size in numbers because we, I'm going to say we, cause I'm part of that. I'm a church leader. I have a church in Palmdale Amen. Because, because we have been forced to get out of the four walls that we were so used to congregating every single Sunday. And so, and, and let me tell you, numbers are showing statistically, these are real actual numbers five weeks into this, that some churches have tripled. So that means that if a church was a size of 100, now they have 300 plus people watching them online because everyone, listen to the words again, everyone has pivoted, not everyone, but the majority of the churches have pivoted and they've had adapted to the new way that this is, this could be the new way, maybe for the next six months, maybe for the next year, uh, maybe 18 months, who knows? But, but the gospel of Jesus Christ doesn't matter since the first century church, when we read in the book of Acts, where, where everyone was scattered after Jesus ascended to heaven and he went to go seat at, seat, uh, at his rightful seat at the right hand of the Father, it actually benefited the church even more when Jesus left because he sent his Holy Spirit to live inside and dwell inside of every single Christian that's alive today. And because of that here, we're still talking about that story of a man that, that died and three days later resurrected. And the church is thriving right now. That's the good news, my brother, that right. I wanted to share. Right, right. Over 2 billion Christians out there uh, believe that God sent his only son uh, to die for the sins of all of us, for me and you. And that's something that nobody can take away from us. That's something yeah. that that's something that uh, that any virus any fear any pandemic any you know anything else that it's it's only going to make us stronger it's only going to make us lean on on prayer lean on him uh that much more i was talking to uh my uh pastor over at, at my church yesterday and he was telling me how that there's about 800 members in in our congregation and the online uh, views are north of five thousand. What? What? So, what, <laughs> amen. Amen. So, what does that tell us? Um, oh, easy. I easy, bro. I could answer that quickly. Again, it goes back to the individual life plan. You know. So, I really think. I really think that for those that that uh, for those that understand that 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 this is this is there's no coincidences. You know, God is sovereign, meaning He is in control of what's going on. I've said this in previous podcasts. I know that God didn't send this. You know, I know he's, he's, he doesn't punish, you know, uh, you know, doesn't punish people. Now he reproves us means he disciplines us, right? Because he knows best what's for us. But what, what this virus has done for those of us that understand, and even those brand new people like Easter just happened a couple of weeks ago, people are beginning to understand that there were so many distractions in our world because we have our individual life plans. That when those distractions have been taken away, we have to go back to the root, to 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 the foundation, and that is that God is is ultimately, you know, uh, why I'm here on this earth. In other words, everyone is seeking external things to try to fill a void that they have inside of them, but the only person that can fill that void is not external things; it, it's actually God Himself through through His Son Jesus Christ, and so people Amen. are re. People that, that had drifted away from the Lord are now reconnecting with God because the distractions, all the noise has been taken away. 
And for those that had been lost and, and, and didn't have a relationship with God, they're beginning to understand that, that what's really missing is not a, a, a lifestyle of entrepreneurship. It's not, you know, living in the beach every time or, or being in control of, uh, you know, here it is. Ready? Here's, here's what the individual life plan says. I want to do what I want, when I want, with whoever I want, wherever I want. Guess what, Clemente? That is completely stripped from all of us now. Yeah. But you know what, brother? In, in my life experience, that's always been a recipe for disaster. A hundred percent. Whenever 100%. I did anything that anything that pleased me, that you know that 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 my body wanted, that my mind wanted, right? The alcohol, the the sex, yeah. you, know, you know. Then that's when destruction came. That's when you know sin attacked, and and I and I was left with a deep void. Yes. Uh, you know, so I am definitely, definitely a fan of of what is in store for me right now. What's God's plan for me right now? And let me just surrender. Let me just listen yes. to what God's <clears throat> beautiful plan is for me and whatever thoughts that come into my head that are not of him for him. Remove those away from me. Get those away from me right now, immediately, and only bring the light. Only bring the thoughts that um, that are gonna please uh, my Lord. You know, and yeah, you nailed it. And you nailed it. And li life has been so much easier. A hundred percent. And so, and so, this is this is the point here, right? Renewal. This is what we're saying right now, Clemente, you and I. Renewal always, always, bro, springs from personal crisis. And, and for a lot of people, God has been preparing you. If you're listening to this right now, this podcast, I want to tell them that God has been preparing you from long before. You see, because when we when we get to the end of ourselves, Clemente, we, we gave our testimony a couple of weeks ago on this podcast. We got to the end of ourselves. And guess what happens when you get to the end of yourself? Revival, bro. Revival flows from that, from the inside out. And so I, I guarantee you that, that, that a lot of people now are praying more than ever before. A lot of people are even joining either Bible studies or, or, or men's groups or women's group online via Zoom. Uh, you know, we're getting into community, the individual life plan. It, it's it's kind of there and everyone's that the whole thing is I'm anticipating when this goes back to normal because then I can go back to my individual life plan. But for those that say, I don't ever want to go back. I love this new way of life, meaning I have community. They're not going to survive this, bro. I keep saying this. You're going to thrive. You're going to thrive. Amen. Because, because, you know, God has been preparing some of you. Listen to this. I know that God has been preparing some of you for some, for some time. And for others, God is just beginning to prepare them now. But, but regardless I mean, what this done is this thing, this virus, this this pandemic has accelerated that process because God is searching for people right now, whether they're brand new coming into the faith or for those that have been in the faith, kind of, you know, one foot in, one foot out, just kind of doing the Christian thing out of convenience, doing this thing because, you know, it's a cool thing because Kanye West is, is a Christian now and, and I listen to his music. And so now I'm, you know, swaying to maybe go to church when it's convenient for me and and, and, and yeah, Jesus is cool, but this is, this is now pushing people to make a decision to say, 
Are you in? Are you a devoted follower of Jesus? Or are you going to continue to be just a fan when it's convenient? Right, right, right. And, and, and God is, and, and he's going to continue to renew his church. And, and so the question here, if you're listening to this, my question to you is, will you be part of it? Will you, will you come back stronger? Because, because if you do, if, you part, if you're part of this thing, again, you're not just going to survive, but you're going to thrive. You know, and, and God has a plan for what's next for you. God has a plan. Amen. Amen and amen. Uh, brother, I know that we are um, not to uh, not to make a sharp right or switch it up too much, but uh, talking about getting back into some sort of normality, right? We we had the NFL draft, yeah, last night, uh, and uh, I I watched a piece of it, right? I think uh, I think that the uh, um, the sports world has been at a standstill, right? Just like everything else. And we've, we've been deprived of our, of our Lakers <laughs> and our Dodgers. Right. And, and, and I know that you and I both are, are super fans. As a matter of fact, uh, our intro has, uh, uh, you know, Kirk Gibson's walk off in the 88 series and, yes. and, and, and magic Johnson's baby Skyhook in the 85 finals. Uh, but, um, did you get a chance to, 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 to watch any of that? And, uh, and did, did your team select the player <laughs> that you wanted? Well, you know, again, again, going back to that word of adapting and pivoting, right? I mean, the NFL, you know, they're doing just that, you know, doing a, a, a complete virtual, you know, draft. Um, but I'm really excited about, you know, the draft because there's, there were some cool, some, some, some good gains and some different teams and, uh, you know, we saw that uh, Joe Burrow, you know, went uh, round one, pick number one. Uh, he was uh, the quarterback from LSU, uh, went to the Cincinnati Bengals. But the, the the topic of conversation was at our house was, you know, Tom Brady, bro. Tom Brady, who's with the Bucks. Yes. <laughs> and, and on top of that, you, you listen, you know, you believe in, in your leader. Yeah. <laughs> When you have former former athletes that come out of retirement, Gronkowski, brother. The Gronkinator. The Gronkinator yes. is back. Gronkowski came out of retirement and said, I want one more ring. I believe in my I believe in my quarterback. I believe in my my dear friend. And so now Tom Brady and Gronkowski are together at the Tampa Bay Bucks, man. I'm excited. I'm excited. <laughs> I, we were talking a little bit off air that I haven't really watched a football game in maybe two or three years. And that, I mean, I'm a big time sports fan. And at, even saying it, it's like uh, almost shocking <laughs> that that for one reason or another, uh, you know, it, it just hasn't, hasn't uh, been in my and I mean, I, I keep up with it, you know, through Sports Center and, you know, and and, and uh, you know, online and, and everything. But I used to be a big time fantasy football nerd. I knew every stat of every player <laughs> coming in. <laughs> uh, yes. You know, so so anyhow, uh, I'm I'm excited. I'm excited to see if the uh, if the Tampa Bay Bucks and. Uh, and Tom Brady and Gronk and and the rest of their crew is gonna be able to make some noise because I hear that they're the favorite now to take the whole thing. 
Yeah, I, you know what's what I'm excited about? I uh, This cat from Ohio State, uh, Chase Young, he's a D lineman. Um, dude, that guy's a beast. And um, <laughs> I love all the music. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's our producer having a little fun over there. Uh <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but um, anyways, this guy, man, uh, a D lineman from Ohio State. Um, you know, it's going to be good to see him. You know, see what he does uh, in the NFL. Also, I'm popping in on your show, guys. Sorry, I just, I just letting myself in. Can we talk about the Niners? D line just got stronger too. Yeah, number thirteen yes. pick. Whoa, whoa, yeah, whoa, whoa, whoa! We got a three hundred pounder beast, just a bull. Is that on the, the line? Is is that the kid from USC? No, he's uh he came from no. uh, uh uh South Carolina, I believe. Yeah, big South Carolina. Yeah, man, Monster. let me tell you, and that's those are smart moves. You know, we look at all the obviously special, you know, uh, you know uh, what do you call it? Positions, you know, wide receiver, you know, running back, quarterbacks, but the linemen, man, especially beefing up, you know, that 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 D line, you know, in San Francisco. I mean, they're already, I mean. I, powerful yeah i just posted a last year uh, i just posted a video on my snapchat of von miller he was he had his reaction uh to to the san francisco niners pick and he was going <laughs> crazy he was like they're greedy they're greedy he's like i wanted he wanted him because he you know obviously as a defensive oh, for sure uh guy he, he wanted another another beast with him so yes. i'm excited about that i think it was a great pick dude i think your niners were already poised to to uh to make another run at a Super Bowl. So uh, it sounds like uh, this kid is going to give him a legit chance to uh, to be right there with uh, with Tom Brady and company. Yeah, I don't I don't I'm not buying into the Tampa Bay Bucks just yet. I mean, it, yeah. I just it just I think it's way overhyped. But uh, we also picked up a new receiver. This kid is six one and he has a 81 inch wingspan. To put that in perspective, oh Calvin Johnson Megatron was six five. He had an eighty two inch wingspan. So Crazy. we got we got good we got better at both ends in the first round. Wow, so. I don't I I don't know too much about either player. Like I said, I, I've been I've been a little bit out of the loop. But I remember when I drafted my 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 fantasy teams, I always thought I had the best team by far. So <laughs> so it sounds like our producer Josh. Uh, he might he might be a little biased with the San Francisco 49er picks. <laughs> just a little of bit. Course, just of course. a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Uh who's 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 your favorite, uh, Pastor Juan? For what? For the NFL. Who's who's your team? Oh, well, you know, I've I've adopted the uh the Pittsburgh Steelers because my wife's a Pittsburgh Steelers fan, but I'm more I'm more of a college you know, college uh, fan, man, you know, USC Trojans. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we've, we've been in our little dark Valley for a little while, but you know, um, and all kinds of craziness going on with the NCAA and as you guys know, and, but you know, like I said, I'm not, I'm not just a fan. I'm a, I'm a devoted follower of, of the Trojans. <laughs> you know what, brother? I, win I, or lose, I, win or lose, brother. I, fight on. I knew, I, I knew God brought us together for, for a reason. <laughs> my, my, uh, my, my wife is a, is a Trojan alum, so, so therefore, uh, I, I root for yes, the sir. Trojans as well. Uh, uh, so. Um, yeah, we missed Pete Carroll and company. That's when we were uh, really yeah, dominating uh, the college football house. scene. Uh, but uh, NFL-wise, uh, you know, I don't really have a uh, 
a, a horse in the race. Um, I think since we're from LA, uh, you know, I'm leaning towards the Rams or the Chargers. But one of my my best buds, he is hardcore Steelers. I mean, when I say hardcore, yeah. this guy his <laughs> his truck is is black and yellow. You know, he's oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. So he lives. I mean, he's gone to Pittsburgh to watch the games. I think like eight years in a row or something. Um, so, so, anyways, he's he's bought me a couple of uh, Steeler jerseys throughout the years. Uh, <laughs> so he's trying to recruit you, trying to recruit you to jump on the bandwagon. Huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't know now that uh, now that Big Ben is gone, maybe I I don't know. I don't know. Are 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 the Steelers going to be any good? What do you think? Uh, you know, I don't think he's fully gone yet. I heard that he lost like 20 something pounds and he's trying to make a comeback. So, yeah, I don't think he's gone. I think he's going to make another run. Yeah. Oh, yeah, really? He's, he's coming back, brother. Oh, I'm out of yeah, the, he was, I'm out of the loop big time then. I thought he was yeah. he was retired. No, I read a ESPN, you know, he had an interview, I guess, uh, when was it? A couple months back and he said, "I'm coming back leaner and I'm not done. You know, I'm still still here, but he's trying to do the whole Tom Brady thing of, you know, you know how we are as guys, you know, we're never done. Even yeah. though his, yeah, what did I say earlier? Numbers don't lie. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, uh, I think Brady said he wants to play till he's 50 or something crazy like that. But, <laughs> Gosh, but, uh, anyhow, brother, uh, I know that, that God has a big plan for our, uh, football fans, for our baseball fans, for, uh, basketball yeah everybody out there that's just kind of waiting for uh the sports world to come back we're gonna come back bigger and stronger and better than ever um uh, i had a lot of fun with this with, with this one uh i know we uh we got a little deep and we have to with uh with uh the coronavirus covid19 whatever you want to call it uh and the pandemic you know we got to make sure that everybody out there is aware of what's going on. This is real. Um, there, are, there is a lot of noise, right? A lot of conspiracy theorists, a lot of, you know, a lot of fear mongrels that, that are out there. But, right. uh, but bottom line is uh, take care of yourself, take care of your family, right? Uh, practice social distancing, wear a mask, wear the gloves, all that stuff. If you don't have to be out, don't be out, stay in. Uh, and hopefully, you know, 30 days from now, we'll all be getting back to some sort of uh, uh, some sort of normal uh, life again. And hopefully we'll start getting our our squads back on ESPN. So um, any closing remarks, Pastor? Yeah, um, I, I, I agree with you 100 percent. I guess what I want to share to close, you know, today, you know, today's podcast is uh, ask yourself this. What what if what if everything until now has been a a dress rehearsal? Ooh. What if everything up to now has been a, a rehearsal? I'm talking about everything that you that you've been living, you know, uh, your journeys up to now actually had been preparing us for this moment. What if what if this is the moment where, where God wants to do something in and through you. And, and he has, he has, he has disrupted your world, right? He's frozen you in a place. So, so he can, he can grab your heart and, and in, in that place of, of, of 
that that feels like darkness, he reveals himself more with his light. Brighter, brighter than ever before. And 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 then he begins to to use you in order for you to to begin to plant seeds and to lead right right where you're at. And and he gives you a fresh new vision. You know, as leaders, Clemente, you know, we we always, you know, love to share vision. We always, you know, get a new vision every beginning of the year, right? We all had a vision starting January 2020. But then, boom, that vision is gone because what we wanted to do and who with wanted to do it and whenever we wanted to do it, that's gone. And so here, here we are in April, almost May. And, and what if God, God wanted to do this, allow this, not do this, but allow this to happen in order to give you a revision, a revision. And so I want to, if you're listening to this podcast and, and you're hearing me, I want to invite you. I want to invite you with us, with, with Clemente and I, and, and our producer, Josh, because I know we're, we're all in. I want to invite you to step into this moment. No more fear, no more hiding, no more, no more living out of, you know, uh, I'm afraid of the future and, and being scared. But in the midst of, of this suffering, in the midst of, of, you know, fear and job losses and economic uncertainty and, and people unfortunately losing their lives that's the reality but what if by stepping into this this darkness you begin to see god in in this new light like i was saying you begin to see him in 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 all his glory and, and god uses you listen to me god uses you to do something incredible in this and through this and so my question is i want to leave everybody with is will you step into it with us Amen. Step it. Step into the darkness with us. Will you do that? Let's change the world, brother. We're changing the world. Amen. Let's impact as many people as we possibly can, brother. It's been it's been awesome. Um, I, I you know what? I look forward to, to these uh to to these conversations. Uh, you know, um, as as we come closer, and right now we're we're recording once a week. Uh, um, hopefully we can. We can step that number up to to twice a week, um, but I I just you know your knowledge, Pastor Juan, and your heart really inspires me, and and uh, and I I said this earlier, and I want to make sure that we uh, that that before we we finish this this uh, podcast this conversation, you know that you are also my pastor god brought you into my life and we and we do uh studies together we pray for people i alluded to i had a conversation with with my with my pastor uh yesterday but i have almost daily conversation with you and and i'm so grateful uh that god brought you in my life brother and i think uh you know we say it every day and we're going to continue to say it that god has a magnificent perfect plan for us and he brought us together Amen. to do something really special so um I hope everybody enjoyed uh, our show this this week. Uh, stay tuned uh, for the next episode. We're going to have a, a special guest that is a champion in life, has, like a lot of us, has gone through trials and tribulations, but has had God with him the entire time. And, I mean, we're going to – we're talking – Olympics, we're talking world championships. So uh, that's going to be a fun one. 
Pastor, God bless. We'll talk soon. Uh, you got it, brother. Same to you, man. Okay. Right. And the and by the way, the feeling is mutual, bro. I love you too, man. Amen. Appreciate you. Amen. Amen to that. All right. We'll talk soon, brother. God bless. All right. Bye-bye. Thank you.